Hey everyone, so my name is Paul from Satsmates and today I'm going to talk to you about how and why it's so important to be financially disciplined in this slowing economy. Now, first and foremost, you know, as we all know, in the past couple years, a lot of money has been printed and with that comes inflation. Well, now the Federal Reserve, they're trying to rein in that inflation and these are the guys that kind of control our money. And to do that, they're making the cost of interest more expensive by raising rates. Now, what can we do on a personal level to make it so we are in a well, uh, well-funded and a well-backed position in this turbulent time? I would say first and foremost, it's important to create a budget. I think having a budget is so important to just track it. There's an app called Every Dollar. I, I recommend that. But also you can just use an Excel spreadsheet and just look and see where you're spending too much money. And um, you can actually, if you lay it all out in one place, you can see, hey, maybe I should cut out all these subscriptions or, you know, maybe I'm getting too much sushi every week. That's one of my vices. But the point is, if you lay it all out, you can see and tweak it to where you may be able to optimize or cut certain things out if, if appropriate. I, I think this next one is so important. Now, I'm a Dave Ramsey follower, and I, I don't agree with everything he says, but I will say having an emergency fund is so important. I mean, there was a period where I thought I was going to keep my job. This was about, uh, about a, actually about a year ago, and something happened with the company, and I ended up actually losing my job. But because I had you know, I had about a nine month emergency fund, I was able to comfortably, you know, live off that and, and be positioned. If I didn't have that though, you know, my expensive, I, I, I don't know what I would have done. I would have had to, um, you know, probably get some position I didn't want, or I would have been rushed or had a lot of stress. But because I had that emergency fund, I was prepared. I highly recommend just setting aside money in a high yield savings account to build that emergency fund. It, it's something really uh, important in today's day and age. Uh, you know, I've kind of talked about this in the budget section, but, you know, cutting out expenses. There's a lot of expenses we all incur day to day. If, you know, one good example that I, I find is, you know, what are you not using, right? Like, do you have um, some gym membership that you, you're not using anymore? Well, just cancel it. I mean, you, you can go work out outside or go to a, a park or something and get a workout there. If you're not using it, just cancel it. That's something so important. And and I recommend looking at that. Next thing is like in today's environment, since interest rates are so high, while that's not good for the stock market necessarily, or it's not good for you know, borrowing, it is actually good for savings accounts. So there's so many types. There's high yield savings account. There's um, certificates of deposit. There's money market accounts. A whole bunch of different types of accounts where you can park your cash to uh, get a, a high yield. And right now, many places are offering between four and five percent, and uh, it's a risk-free yield. I mean, banks can collapse, but as long as you're under that FDIC insured limit, you should be in a good position. One of the things that a lot of people do in today's day and age is they take out um, debt and and. That's something that I just recommend people look at and see, hey, where can I reduce my debt? Because for every, um, you know, $10 about right now that you borrow, you're going to be get, paying about $1 in interest. So you want to reduce your interest expense. To reduce your interest expense, 
really think about where, wh- what, what is my largest debt? What's my smallest debt? Write them all out. And then you can go through the debt snowball method, which is going from smallest to largest. And the avalanche method is going to the highest rate first, paying off your highest rate um, interest expense and then going down to your lowest. I uh, personally think the, for, for me, you know, the avalanche is a little bit better, but hey, there's no, there's no right answer. The point is you're just trying to pay off this debt and, you know, whatever works for you is, is what I'd recommend. I think, uh, you know, you want to, you want to be sure to invest, but, you know, and, and none of this is investing advice, but you want to put your um, eggs in different baskets. You don't want all your money and a risky stock that could go up or down, you know, 70, 80% in value. You want to find something that, that um, kind of is diversified. And, it, you know, if, if you're diversified, at least if one stock were to go down in that, you know, like an index fund, you know, the other ones can potentially keep, keep up. Now, I also think having exposure to different assets, asset classes. So whether that's commodities, Bitcoin or just having real estate even. I mean, diversifying is important, but also making sure that you're in the right asset in this time is equally important. You know, the, one thing, it's common sense, but living below your means. I have friends sometimes that want to go out. They want to go, you know, do, you know, expensive vacations or eat at nice restaurants, and that's fine. But, you know, you got to be honest with yourself too. You know, do you, why, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to, to celebrate every single weekend? No, probably not. You're just kind of going through, going through the motions and spending a lot of money. Live below your means, make your food at home. You know, there, there's, there's things you can do. Like you can cook rice and chicken from Costco. And that's like, you can make four meals probably for, I would say, couple dollars a meal, two, three bucks a meal. And it's, it's filling and it's healthy. And that's not to say that you can't enjoy things once in a while, but just live below your means. And then you, you, you'll be able to reap the rewards down the road. The next most important thing is to review and adjust regularly. I mean, Hey, life is evolving. Circumstances change. Update your budget. Make sure you're tracking it. I personally use mint. I know other people, they, uh, they may do things differently. I like Mint. I think you can see it all in one place. It's pretty neat. Uh, you can add all your accounts. It's pretty cool. You know, being informed, you know, I every day, I know I shouldn't be going through too much mainstream media necessarily, but I, I go through the CNBC. I go, I read the Financial Times. I, I get a couple different viewpoints. I go on Twitter, or I guess it's called X now. <laughs> But the point is, I go get different viewpoints from different sources, and then I make uh, investment decisions after I can come to conclusions about where the economy is headed. And I I just highly recommend staying up to date. It's, It's a very important thing to do. Things may change on a dime, but you don't want to be reactive in these markets. You want to make sure to be proactive and have a strategy and stick to it and adjust accordingly, but do so in a proactive manner. And, you know, the, the, this is one thing that I was going to say is um, look, just look, hey, what, what other ways can I make money? Can I sell some TV, like a TV I don't use? Can I 
maybe walk someone's dog or can I make YouTube videos? Whatever it may be, there's there's lots of avenues to make money out there. And yes, it's fun not working and vacationing and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, you want to you want to have a lot of uh, a good a good income and, and good um, avenues to have income because if one dries up, like the situation I talked about last year, where I got cut, you know, you want to be in a position where you have many avenues and you're not just relying on one. And to do that, get a couple income sources, whether that's dividend income, real estate income, Bitcoin income, or just your Ubering or something. That way you're not going hand to mouth if something bad were to happen. Being disciplined is something important. Highly recommend that. You got to stay focused on, on your goals. And then this this one I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm a little. I, I study Mark. I have like a whole library of books behind me. I ask ask for professional advice, seek it, but just be very careful, because there some people are just motivated to sell you stocks, just whatever it may be, because they get a cut of the assets under management. So just be careful when you seek uh, this professional advice. I also think, you know, it's good to stay current with your LinkedIn. I currently updated mine recently. And just if there's an opportunity out there, who knows? It, it, you apply for that director or VP position. It takes a matter of seconds and maybe you'll get an interview. And then maybe you can see your income grow 20, 30%. You don't know. You got to take the shot. And that's one thing I, I recommend too in a, you know, an economy like this is to to always take um, sensible risks, not outsized risks, especially because of the rates and where they are. Yeah. Lastly, I'd, I'll just say you gotta you gotta be positive in this environment. You know, it's it's hard. I maybe turn off the media sometimes and go for a walk, and you know, but fine. You know, find someone's dog. if you don't have a dog. You know, walk up to a dog and pet him. Like I I think in today's environment. We can get sucked into all the negativity, all the turmoil, and at the end, life is short, right? We shouldn't be worrying day to day about all this. I think the economy will recover over a three to five year period. It could be a tough couple of years, but hey, as long as you kind of follow some of these steps I brought up and you work really hard and you're always trying to become better, I think you'll be in a good position. One of the last things I recommend doing is, is just studying, studying new emerging technologies. You know, for me, I'm always learning about Bitcoin. I think it's one of the, personally, I think it's one of the better assets out there uh, in today's day and age. But I just recommend learning about something that really makes you passionate. For me, that that is, that's Bitcoin. But for you, it may be hairstyling or it could be something else. And when you do that stuff in your free time, eventually people will come to you asking you, hey, what, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this or that? And you can give them a candid conversation, not one that's, hey, you got to do this or that, but you can just speak to it with, with a passion. And it's, it's something that I highly recommend people at least start looking at. But guys, thank you so much. This is my first podcast. I'm going to keep these things between five minutes and 15 minutes. I'll try to do a few a week. I, I just am looking forward to 
kind of speaking about things, maybe potentially having guests on here and just being a voice of, of reason in this kind of society where there's so much happening, there's, you know, volatility, there's, there's people losing jobs. And I think we need more financial education out there. And sometimes at the end, it's just, you got to think about it too. It's sometimes it's, it tends to be common sense, but sometimes we need to be reminded about certain things because sometimes who you are, who you surround yourself with. And if the people you've been around don't know some of these things, Hey, there are people out there that I, I try to associate myself with that, you know, I look at and, and they help better me. And I think we always, always should try to become better and learn from others that may be ahead in their journey. Anyways, I hope you guys all have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. Satsmate out. <laughs>